watching X Files with the lights on. Wait, so you're saying it's you have a drumstick and your brain starts ticking? I think so. I it's thought it was tick- stops sticking. Why would your brain stick? Yeah. I don't know, but the the all the chicken gre- China, all the Chinese chicken, no, but all the all that Chinese, all the all the grease from the Chinese chicken lu- lubricates your the brain, brain, and then it stops sticking. Wow, who knows? Is that all my grease? Need, my life we has just been need bare naked ladies to lu- do an AMA lubricating. So <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. Welcome to the Biscuit Bunker. We are peak quarantine. It is I, Chuck Sauce, in the Biscuit Bunker no, we're today. we're peaking, all right. We got the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Fitz Fody. Fitz Fody, welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Biscuits and Gravy, In the baby. place where I spend 23 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> in my bedroom. You know what is weird? I've been spending... Yeah, I think probably about like twenty three hours a day reclining in bed <laughs> and just drinking coffee and eating spaghetti. Wow, that's awesome! Getting a getting my a mouth, lot of getting a lot of heartburn. Of biscuits. Your mouth is full of biscuits. <laughs> that can mean one thing and one thing only. Oh man, what episode is this? Like the two hundred millionth episode this we've done. Two episode two oh eight. Oh, you hear that? Oh, whoa! I just wanted to do a. Insert a little quick information about starting the show off fresh about here. biscuits and gravy news because the reason why I have prepared a delicious fresh plate of biscuits for us to enjoy. I'm so happy. Is because National Biscuit Day is coming up. I, I knew it. I knew it. Did you know it? National so Biscuits Day, baby. Tomorrow is Thursday, Wednesday, the 14th, and uh, tomorrow is National Biscuits Day. Yep, it's always a month after National Pie Day. Two months after National Pie Day. Wait, really? It's two months. Yeah, it's five, fifteen, and three. It's like a month. Yeah. Oh, oh baby. Grip it and rip it. Mmm. <laughs> Reddit grip and rip. <laughs> yeah, we have so much so to talk about today. Is, biscuits in, is bis- National Biscuit Day. Oh, I'm so Not happy. the 29th, which is National Biscuit Day in the UK, which is uh, like a cookie a day. Cookie day. Because as we all know, they call cookies biscuits mm-hmm. in the UK. Biscuits and gravy, not as popular in the UK. That's why their show is called Tea and Crumpets. Yeah. Now, coming up in the show, we have Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, where I prove that I am the smartest buffalo in the room. And you can email us questions at thebiscuitsandgravy. That's thebiscuitsandgravy. At gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy. That's thebiscuitsandgravy. At gmail.com. These are good biscuits. They're so good. They're honey butter biscuits. Ooh, baby. That's the, what I need more in my life is honey and butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If only they were, like, injected with Kerrygold. <laughs> now that would be yummy. Man, coming on the show today, we got Gluttony Club. I've been eating some good food. I've been eating some fast food. We're going to talk about Carl Jr.? Ooh, baby. We've been eating some good food, and we've been eating Carl's Jr. I've been had a lot of heartburn this week, too, baby. So much oh, heartburn. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lordy. Did you know Carl's Jr. sold burritos out uh, there, Biscuiteers? I didn't know this. It's a gas station that has a drive through that has a Carl's Jr. that has <laughs> Mexican food. <laughs> has Mexican food. Did you ever get the, the burritos from, um, what's that? Uh, it's like a Mexican food store up in North Kihei next to the, uh, there's a, another mattress place, which I won't mention. Ha! <laughs> Because I think they're your competition. It's next to the H&R Block. 
Oh, right. So it's actually, I think they're from Brazil and Costa Rica. I think Rica. the husband is Brazilian and the wife is Mexican or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so it's, I love it. It's a, it's a bodega. It's literally a bodega you go to. So they have, like, the sodas you don't see anywhere else. And they have, like, the Mexican Yeah, they got the, the yarritos. Really and that's the pretty much the only place you can find the tamarind yarritos. Friend of the show, Bo Yackley, shined me onto that place. And I like it. That's over there in North Kihei. Real good stuff. I like and almost every food. time I go there, I run into uh, a Mexican oh, yeah. that I know. <laughs> like, because working in the restaurant industry, you you meet a lot of Mexicans, mm-hmm. and so that's how you know that's a legit place when the when the legit Mexicans are going there and patronizing that establishment, especially in Maui, few and far between. They Not make a lot of good really Mexican good restaurants. Salsa verde burrito. Oh man, I'm. Being at Mexican today, man. Being in it. Mm. Even though I had a loaded burrito tomorrow. But the show is not just about gluttony. The show is not just about biscuits. The show is about a little conspiracy. The show is going to be a lot about porn. There's so much going on in the world today, Vincent Bodhi. And we have to be the beacon of light to tell our listeners what's going on. As of of the other day, I didn't really have any idea... What we were going to do for Conspiracy Cookbook, because we have pretty much covered everything. We've but had it smothered and covered. The conspiracies just keep on unfurling themselves, Chuck. <laughs> we thought they so were furled, got, but they're unfurling. They are unfurling right before our eyes, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have some more to talk about for Conspiracy Corner. But first, I have a question that's on my mind. It's been plaguing me all morning, Vincent Vody. What's that? Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? Wednesday. I know... I am certainly feeling good on a Wednesday. Is today Wednesday? It's Wednesday. All my days are starting to run together. Mm. <laughs> I believe everything but the run. <laughs> I've been sp- I've been spending more time playing Animal Crossing than not playing Animal Crossing. Whoa! So you didn't get back into Pokemon? Uh, oh, I haven't been playing that much Pokemon Go. Mm. I've been playing Command and Conquer, which is a twenty-year-old game on my PC. That's fun. I've been doing a lot of gardening, and still. Listening to John Prine and crying in my backyard. It's That's quite right. possibly. Now, uh, your girlfriend, the governor of New Jersey, Governor Chris governor Christie. Governor Chris Christie. Uh, she would be excited to know that I have been playing a little bit of Pokemon Go. But it's it's hard because Pokemon Go is about going outside and haven't been going outside that much. We've Although, been driving around and playing Pokemon Go because there's no one on the streets. We can drive five miles an hour. Right. That's the best way to do it. And I can smoke a doobie, and then she can pretend she's running around catching Pokemon, but really we're driving around catching Pokemon. Oh. So it's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Nice little tag team way it's to do it. It's a great day. Yeah, Diana loves it when I'm driving so that she can whip out the Pokemon Go. Whip out the Pokemon. Now, we went kayaking the other day. Yep, and I got a staph infection in my hand because I cut myself and went into North Kihei waters. Oh, yeah, good old Sugar Beach. Good old staph. Immediately, I was like, I'm going to bleed in the water. So you got the old Which I did. I bled all over the place the entire time. You had some blood on your shirt as well. I had a little blood. That's, I forgot to bleach it, and I wore that shirt again later, and I was like, oh, right. Why I'm, is there blood on my shirt? Why is there brown all over the shirt? And then now I put cream on it a couple times. It's always bad when your thumb's infected and someone who's like, you know, not the cleanest of your friends says, mm, you should get that taken care of. <laughs> That's usually how I feel when you tell me yeah, I don't to like, get something taken care of. <laughs> and you need to clean your car. Whoa. <laughs> Bro, Chuck just told me I got to clean something. Jesus. Remember oh, Narnia? Man. Narnia. Oh, man. For those of you just tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show right now, I had a doorway in a house. 
that opened up under a stairway, and there was a crawl space into Narnia. It was great. And we could go in there and bake it out. Bake it out, to say the least, and listen to the Yellow River Boys. But then eventually it was taken over by rats, I believe. Rats, yeah, the rats <laughs> can survive winter in Narnia. Yes, they can. Um, but I had a good time. I had a good time kayaking. And when we went, I actually caught a a shiny tentacle. Oh, not in the water in Pokemon Go. In Pokemon Go, I caught a shiny tentacle. Ooh, so I, I was very excited about that. Going shiny to evolve it into a staff infection. You got a shiny staff infection. It's on my thumb too. It's so gross. Nothing says Sugar Beach like staff infection. I went back to work this week, and that's. And then we went to Sugar Beach Bakery after. Oh man, quiches, bro! What is a quiche? What is a quiche? Actually, that's a good question. Why don't you tell our listeners what a quiche actually is? We uh, talked about it last week on the radio because Diana made a quiche. A quiche is three eggs and three. Well, cups, it depends on how big half. how big the. It's like a one to and one. And a cup. Yeah, it's a one to one egg to cream. And then ham and cheese. I got the local one that had Portuguese sausage in it. But you can't really put anything you want in there. Did not disappoint. And it's on like a flaky, You put like a flaky sweet. pastry crust on the bottom. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, we have like a puffed pastry thing that we just keep in the That's freezer. That's so weird because like if you make eggs for me, I don't eat more than one egg. But I can eat a quiche that has like a million eggs in it. So don't forget to celebrate National Biscuit Day tomorrow. Uh, that's coming up. Also, May 16th is coming up. And you know what May 16th is? May 16th is Lag Wagon Day. Oh, my Lord. I hear we have a special caller going to visit the Biscuits and Gravy Bunker today That's to talk true. about Lag We're Wagon. Get, we got a, our resident Lag Wagon expert, my friend John Quigley. He's going to give John us a call. John Quigs! All the old Quigs. He's going to give us a call, and uh, he's going to talk to us about Lag Wagon. So oh, man. Why don't, we get that, why don't we get that fired up right now? Hold she on. to the who. Oh. Uh, it's... It's good evening here. It's seven o'clock. Well, yeah. everything revolves around Hawaii, so you you bite your tongue. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> seven o'clock. Jesus, are you you are you in Philly? Yeah. Ugh. All right, so uh, tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, but the sixteenth is going to be May sixteenth, which is Lag Wagon Day. Right. Um, which you were very excited about when I talked to you last night. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I love lag wagon. What so, uh, is lag wagon? Why don't you tell day? us tell us what lag wagon is and why, why the we, fuck should I care about and this? why we should care? You can also curse uh, because we're recording this not on the radio. Okay, uh, well, lag wagon is a punk band, um, but they're one of the greatest punk bands of all time, um, and one of their big hits is well, if they if you want to call it hits for for them, uh, is is May sixteenth is the name of the song. And uh, it was actually featured on uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yelp. Yeah. Of course, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I believe it was Tony Doesn't Hawk get Pro more Skater punk than too, that. right? I think it, it was. Yeah, it was two. One of the big ones that had so many great songs on the oh, soundtrack. Great but soundtrack. yeah, Lagwagon. Yeah, that's really, that first really good soundtrack. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think that soundtrack also introduced me to Millen Colin for the first time Millen as well. Colin, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Starting line. What's going on here, people? <laughs> I don't think starting line was on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, starting uh, line also it, sucks. <laughs> Let's just get that over with right now. Right. All those other bands are great. Starting line blows. Starting line blows. <laughs> hey, I knew I liked isn't you. Isn't starting line from Philadelphia? Yeah. I think they're from they, Philadelphia. I think they're I from, from the area. Yeah. yeah. I think they're yeah. from PA. So anyway, um, May 16th, actually, being Lagwagon Day, they were slated to play in, at the place called the Chameleon Club in Lancaster uh, at a triple headlining bill with Less Than Jake and Bouncing Souls. 
Oh. And that's where I would be if it wasn't for COVID-19. So instead, Joey Cape is doing an all lag wagon stream set on Saturday, which is going to be great. He's the singer uh. in the band. Oh, Saturday is the 16th. Correct. So he's so, doing an all lag wagon acoustic set. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's going to be like an unplugged. Yeah. You know, it would have been real punk rocker yeah. then if they ignored the government and had their show anyway. It, would, it wouldn't be all that punk rock to lose a bunch of money, which is probably what it would have ultimately done for them. <laughs> yeah, Fat Mike knows all about that. Mm, less than Jake. I love less than Jake. So uh, before is. I let you go, uh, I know yeah. you've been doing a lot of puzzles lately. <laughs> any, uh, yes, I have. Any been. good puzzles that you've done that you've completed lately? Uh, I just did one that was of the Grand Canyon that I found in my closet. So it's really not mm-hmm. not a great story, but that is the most recent one that I did. Very you nice. know who else is in the closet? Starting line. Do you? <laughs> yeah, they're definitely still in No one else knows who the starting line is, but they suck. Can we all agree on that right now? <laughs> yeah, agree. Our Philadelphia <laughs> listeners know who starting line is. Also, uh, yeah. do you have any? I know you've probably been jerking it a lot during this whole quarantine Ooh, baby. situation. What you been whacking it to, bro? Do you have any favorite porn stars you want to give shout outs to? What are the last five tabs? I mean, the, the ultimate, you know, desert island chick is Jenna Hayes. She'll always be my favorite. Maybe an oldie, but a goodie. Whoa, a moldy oldie. Jenna Hayes. Jenna Hayes back All in her back day. in her heyday, her Hayes wow. day. Yeah, well, you know, she's still got it going on. I think she's in her. I follow her on Twitter, so she's still hot as hell. <laughs> Man, does she does she still have it going on? Oh, uh, well, she she sells the flashlight thing, so I think that oh, she's okay. worth, she's probably worth millions, to be honest with you. That's like Jenna Jameson or like Brianna Banks. Jenna Jameson era. sells that's really, that's really taking me back. Brianna yeah, Banks those are all old got... school chicks. But Jenna, Jenna Hayes isn't that old. She's more like thirty six, probably thirty six, thirty seven. Yeah, except she came out when she was like seventeen and a half. So. Right, but and then she won the uh, the 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 coveted AVN. two awards. Maybe the only star to ever get Starlet of the Year and uh, performer or the newcomer of the year. She got two AVN awards. <laughs> of course, see, Quake knows what I'm talking about here. Quake knows. Listen, Quakes I like knows. who I like. I don't know anything about any other porn star, but I do know about Jenna Hayes. Mm, Jenna Hayes. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I do you know anything about Riley Reed? I know who the hell she is. That's for sure. She uh, has a flashlight too. She's one of the she's one of the two porn stars that I follow on the gram. She's pretty nice. Yeah, she she Jenna Hayes and Riley Reed are they're very similar chicks, looking very similar game too. They're awesome. All right, and Riley uh, Reed's boobs are nowhere near Jenna Hayes's boobs. Well, yeah, she's not she's not really a, a, on the bustier side. No, true. But True. She, she's still got small. it going on. Now, do they have any mo- mother-daughter scenes going on? That's what I want to know, Quiggs. <laughs> Them two? I guarantee that. I, I shouldn't go so far as to guarantee it, but it wouldn't surprise me if they are in some scenes together at some point. Well, I got to punish you by banging your boyfriend in front of you. That's what I want to see. <laughs> you know what? I don't, think, I don't think that was a punishment. As a matter of fact, frankly, if I'm being honest, they seem to be enjoying it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> person who started... Left, oh, what you stopped doing guys. She stopped doing guys for a while because she actually did get a boyfriend. So there's like a four-year part of her career where she's just doing chicks. Yeah. She shook her head at one point in time, too. That's a hot video. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not she didn't shake it. Yeah. I think that anyway. was Britney Spears. <laughs> All right, before I let you go, Quiggs, uh, what was your thoughts on the new Rick and Morty episode? I th- it's a middle-of-the-pack episode. I'm glad that they, that they did um, – that they did a, something that was a little bit more adventurous, and I think it's the first time they did something that was like non-linear, where they bounced around like they, they kind of Tarantino did. Exactly. So I, I appreciated that aspect of it, but 
I just really, really want them to get through an episode or two with, without using writer terms. Stop saying, oh, my character tracks and oh, this is a commercial break or it's just like this is like over incessant fourth wall break referencing writing processes and stuff like that. Like I get it. It's funny. You don't want to come off. Especially as... you would have thought that they would have gotten that all out of their system in episode six, which was super meta. Yeah, exactly. And I other hated that episode, too. man. You're talking about the so train just... episode, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that I... episode as much as I hate the band train. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Come on, Drops of Jupiter is pretty solid. No, Drops of Jupiter is the dumbest thing in the world, Vince Fodi. I'm out of here. <laughs> so anyway, I, like I, I can make a much better soy latte. Is this my biscuit or your biscuit? That's our biscuit, Chuck. Okay, so... I'm eating this biscuit. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for thanks for talking to us, Quigley. So we appreciate hungry. your lag wagon knowledge, and uh, we'll make yes. sure everybody checks out that Joey Cape live stream on the 16th. All right. Super cool. All right. And from us to you, aloha. Good aloha. Old All right. Billy. Later. Mm. John Quigley, everybody. Today in 1985, uh, Philadelphia police bombed a bunch of black people in Philly. That's nice. I'm <laughs> not going to go into any details. We're not going to go into that because you know. I do whatever. have to. But let's pause it real quick. Today's show is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Get with Maggie Gyllenhaal. For best supporting actress. And today's show is also brought to us by Jim Croce's Spice Rack for when you need to keep time in a bottle. Ooh, baby. Does quarantine got you smelling really weird? Why don't you check our good friends down at Kate Hudson's Perfume? <laughs> Kate Hudson's Perfume. The best way to lose a guy in 10 days. If you want to smell like the Hudson, her perfumes are almost famous. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umber Batch. From Cumberbatch. You heard it here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, guys. That's Get your next Umberbatch with Cumberbatch. KKU, KKU, 88.5, the previous home of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The previous home of the Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. When will your doors open? KKU, KKU, 88.5, the Biscuit Bunker is always open. Uh, until and then, today, we're hunkered in the bunker. Hunkered in the bunker, baby. Until then, I think it is time for us to jump on the gravy train today, Vincent Fodi. Let's get this party started. The gravy train is going all over today. Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. All aboard the gravy train. You hear that sound. You know what that means. First stop on the gravy train today is... Morningwood. Morningwood is presented in part by Megan Fox's Fox Skin Gloves. Got weird toe hands? Cover them up with Megan Fox's Fox Skin Gloves. <laughs> and also by Tom Hanks Lambshanks. They're in a league of their own. For a limited time only, catch them if you can. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy. They're big. Is underwritten by Macaulay Culkin's Cock Guns. <laughs> No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. And also by Michael Douglas's Fur Burgers. Morning may cause throat cancer. All righty. Chuck, I got a question for you. Ooh, baby! What do you know about Cyberpunk 2077? Cyberpunk 2077? Right. The gruesome twosome nudity, baby. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. The gruesome twosome violence yep. and, and sexuality. Yeah, baby! So there's... 
already been some hype behind this game. People are already anticipating it because... So much hype! I'd say at least six inches of hype. Keanu Reeves is going to be in it. Oh, dude, Keanu! Gotta love Keanu. Yo, they're making a Matrix 4, bro! Oh, we talked all they're about that. They're making a Matrix 4! Last week, maybe we'll get to see his last butt again. Of devs. <laughs> the last episode of Devs seems like is actually a 4. prequel to The Matrix, I think. Yeah. Who knows? But, maybe. Um, but they are making a Matrix 4, and Keanu Reeves is in this new cyberpunk video game, and they just released the rating. It's going to be rated M for Mature, and the reason why... So we haven't, we don't have too much information about this video game, but the Nudity. reason why it, got, it garnered an M rating was because uh, two things. One... Apparently, there's a scene in the game where somebody gets crucified. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think uh-huh. you help somebody get crucified. So that was... Crucify him! Crucify him! raises more questions than it answers. But also, the thing that's got the whole the whole internet talking about The internet's in a buzz! Is that you're going to have customizable genitals. Whoa! The game allows for complete customization, including genitals. Genitals, bro! I don't know how prominent the genitals are going to be in the video game, but you can customize the genitals, and I guess it said would you be can, your choice to see how you prominent can do, they would be. You can do different combinations of genitals. Whoa! So now maybe you're you can make some sort of hermaphrodite character. Maybe I want penises on my nipples. Maybe I want. Maybe I want to always want to play as a character with two ding dongs. Maybe would that be easier or harder to jo if your nips were in a? Or never mind. Let's not go into this. If your if your nips were a penis, give us a call at eight zero eight. Eight seven three. I mean, if you have to like, if you have to like milk yourself. Well, in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a video game, dude. I remember when like wrestling video games were like barely looked like the people they were supposed to. Well, you can. And then now, video, uh, wrestling video games have come a long way. But you can't. There's now you can mix and match pretty your own much genitals. anything. Yeah. So where are the genitals? If you're interested in mixing and matching genitals, I think Cyberpunk. 2077 is going to be the game for you. Mm. And if you're interested in mixing genitals, give us a call at the studio's line. <laughs> Talk to Tony 873 Morningwood is brought to us by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. Now, I am on this internet thing called Reddit. Have you heard of it, Vincent Fody? I have heard of Reddit. It's not exactly like chat rooms. It's like a big message board, and it's for sharing memes and nudity and sometimes for right-wing content. Sometimes it's an echo chamber for liberal content. Right. Sometimes we think it's just uh, lizard overlords collecting all of our thoughts so they can kill us. I do know, though, that there's a world politics on it, right? It's a potpourri. Of it's a huge room of world politics. It's like a big chat room about world politics. And people would post, like, the news stories that would relate to world politics. Right. Well, the censors, similar to the censors in Facebook and YouTube, have been cutting out alt-right content, Vincent Fody. Can you believe it? No. So they, the bots, just like on Facebook, just like on YouTube, started cutting down what we call alt-right, anything pro-Trump or think thinking that vaccines are a hoax, similar stuff, right? Well, what happened was is they got rid of all, like, the people, and then it became a big echo chamber for, like, liberals all yelling at each other. So then the moderators fell asleep, and then world politics, which used to just be you'd go on to look at what's going on in the world of politics – Turn into the greatest thing ever. Turn into nudity. So it's all tits and I think briefly it was also a Don Cheadle subreddit. Don Cheadle, yeah, that's right. Were you one of the pe- the mods were asleep? So were you one of those that voted Don Cheadle? Of course. Uh, Who doesn't up to love the top? Don Cheadle. Oh, Don Cheadle. 
Can't explain Reddit to somebody, though. Can't Got, do it. What gotta is love Don Cheadle. It's like the chive. Speaking of social media, did you know... Is this it you, for Morningwood? Have, no, no. Oh, thank God. More, well, much more. Vince Foti has Morningwood. the most Morningwood today. Um, do you know anything about OnlyFans? I do. I do. <laughs> You have an OnlyFans? I do and I don't know my OnlyFans. What is OnlyFans, Chuck? Why don't you tell us? All right, so let's say there's a girl. Because this whole COVID-19 thing has seen a huge surge in people staying home, making their own porn, and getting paid for it through OnlyFans. So you make your own porn, and it's kind of like before Facebook, you had like picturetrail.com, and you can go post like a gigabyte of photos it would store it online and you can give people your password and they could check out your photo right right this is like that except way more graphic and it's like oh it's like a website and everyone could be their own porn star what was tumblr wasn't tumblr something like that too? no tumblr turned into tumblr used it, to have a bunch of porn on there and then they they it got tumblr bought, was like myspace and they got rid no of all the porn. no one was friends but Tumblr is just people posting stuff and HTML, easy peasy. Right. So it's I think OnlyFans is sort of like a Patreon for porn. Yes. Yeah. So it's where it's where if you want to support a porn star or if you really like a porn star, you can go on there and get exclusive content. And it's not like another porn site where you can peruse it pretty easily. You got to know your OnlyFans code and right. go in and pay and subscribe. Right, and then you can tip them money and stuff like that, and you get access to exclusive So some people content. who are internet or Instagram famous, you might not be able to see really graphic videos of them getting railed. You might just be able to see only some, fans, some yeah. little bit nudity. Some people do almost no nudity, and the less they show, the more makes me want to join OnlyFans.com. I, maybe Biscuits and Gravy should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> and then you can see all the behind-the-scenes yeah. Biscuits and Gravy uh, it's just too me hot for TV. spending two hours to make a dank meal, and then my mouth tastes like Tums for the rest of the night. And it's just it's just hours of us laying in bed eating Tums. Uh, my stu- Do you get if the you want to unlock that exclusive Tums eating content, go to OnlyFans slash Biscuits and Gravy. Rick and Morty mentioned the Pornhub about 30 times in their last episode, huh? They did talk about Bornhub. Yeah. They, they actually talked about how... In the comment section, you he can was become like, friends with somebody, yeah. and then you follow videos they watch. Well, also, if you get into a relationship with somebody and you share your porn with each other, um, then you can kind of find out your partner's kinks. Mm-hmm. I asked Diana if she wanted to check out my Pornhub account, and that was a resounding no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what is it, all videos of two girls and one guy i was like, like not all of I was them like, not all of them that's no. that's a large portion of it when i jack it for the second time of the day though almost always threesome porn a threesome porn is so good it's so good because it's a two to one vagina oh, ratio it's all the the things in the air it's a four to one boob to penis ratio which, uh-huh. is, which is pretty much what i need do you think that it's possible that there's somebody that's so small that they could fit inside another person what have you been watching <laughs> what have you been are you talking about docking because i really hope we're not talking about docking right now no we're not talking about docking didn't south park do this where they crawled up the bus oh, yeah, driver's paris vagina? hillen did go inside mr slave oh my lord so that's just like uh, lemmy she ran in the lemmy wings while she was in there what, what are you getting into here vincent Fody? <laughs> we're gonna do another round of name that fetish oh great would you like to play another round oh, of name that fetish lord, another show? round of name that fetish 
God, I need to stop waking up so early. I used to just roll out of bed and go to this radio show, and I'd be so wired. It's so... I've been up for like seven hours, Vincent Fodi. It's, it's been hard for you to even get here by noon. I know. It's hard for me it's to... So terrible. It's hard for me to even get out of bed so by noon. So effing terrible. Without playing Animal Crossing. Well, I'm really excited. Check so my turnip prices. That's why I get up in the morning. We're going to be playing Name That... What? We're going to play a quick round and name that fetish. Name that fetish is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Harvey Firestein's Grill Lighters. When you think flaming, think Firestein. Yeah, you did the voice. And also by Mark Hamill's Hammers. Got a big project to tackle. It's Hamill time. Oh, speaking of grabbing butt inappropriately, Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. Shake things up. With Jeffrey Tambor's tambourines. Hey now, and also by Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Make every letter a scarlet letter. And you know how to play this game, right? Of course. Listeners, you guys can play at home. I'm going Everyone, to name, whether you're in your car, at name home, the technical or at word work. for the fetish, and then Chuck has to try to guess. Gather around, what people. What fetish is. All right, the first one is exhibitionism. Oh, that's when you like to do it in public or show off in public. That's right, exactly. You, you throw on the trench coat, you go outside, maybe get on a subway. Maybe, Maybe uh, call somebody and tell them to look out their window. A lot of exhibitionism going on during lockdown. <laughs> a lot of exhibitionism. Uh, they're cracking down on exhibitionism even more. Mm, I don't want you out there in public. Down. All right. The second one is eproctophilia. You get off by just being near somebody. No, I, I like where you're going with that, like proximity. Yeah. No, actually, eproctophilia is. Oh, uh, wait. Procto proctologist? Is it butt related? It's butt related. Okay, so procto proctologist. I think it's finger in the butt. Ooh, so close! It's actually being turned on by farts. Oh no! It's actually like a Brazilian fart porn. Oh lordy! <laughs> South Park did a little expose on oh, Brazilian fart porn as well. All right, the third one is mechanophilia. Canophilia. That's when you Bay has this. like watching girls get railed by those machines that bang the girls. It is. It's being turned on by machines and or cars. Oh, Sp whoa. Specifically cars, but also other machines. Did you ever watch that movie Gone in 60 Seconds with Angelina Jolie? And she gets turned on by the cars. Mm, I love oh, it. baby. If you, have a, if you have a motor with a lot of horsepower, maybe you hit, you hit the gas and the, the engine vibrates. Oh, man, it tickles you and stuff. Mm, or, mm. or you ride on a motorcycle and it vibrates your butt. Ooh, my eggs are cooking. <laughs> All, right. All right. The uh, fourth one is going to be nasophilia. Nasophilia. Nasophilia, you get turned on by the nose. Absolutely correct. There's also some people are into nasolingus, which is whoa! Don't even say it, bro. Some people like don't even say it. Don't. I know what the lingus means. I know what the lingo of the lingus is. Nasolingus. Yeah. What happened to you as a kid? That's when you want to suck on someone's nose. That's when you like sucking on noses. Now, what if you suck? Is or it like I guess you could lick a nose, oh. or or maybe tongue, like nostril. What's Eskimo kisses? That's when your nose is a touch, right? Yeah, that's when you rub noses. Eskimo kisses. Maybe somebody got really turned on by Eskimo kisses. Now, how? What if you're really into it and you suck the snot? You become like a a what's like a vasat nasophage. What are those things? It's a neti pot. Neti pot. A neti pot. And they have competitions to see who can pass the most water in a certain amount of time. 
through the neti pot, or who can do who can complete a whole neti pot the fastest? I'm disgusted. Well, by this, somebody okay. out there is watching. The Can't na- I might just na- call me old fashioned, okay? But I like when it starts off with a couple and they're timid and they they're like awkwardly doing stuff, and then the mom comes home from work early and she's and like, "You're not blowing him right. Let yeah. me show you how to do it." I'm doing this for educational purposes. Only. Just like biscuits and gravy. It's we're, educational. We're technically, edu- well, we're not educational anymore because we're not on the radio. Oh, I'm but. still pumping out all the education here, Brochonsky. <laughs> right. We got more? Uh, got, here's the last one. All right. That is Name That Fetish on KKU, KKU, <laughs> 88.5, The Voice of Maui. KKU, Maui's hot speech radio station. Mm. Nonprofit educational. Last round of Name That Fetish. You ready? Name That Fetish. Somnophilia. Ooh. Can I get a spelling on that? S-O-M-N-O. Som. Somno. P-H-I-L-I-A. Somno. Hmm. So part of me is thinking wine, like sommelier, but part of me, somophilia. Is it stomach-related? It is that would be gastrophilia. I Ugh, also gross, dude. <laughs> Let me see that those tummies. Imagine if we could find girls that like get off by me having heartburn all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, your stomach gurgling and are you farting on every end? Yes. Oh, baby. That's a refluxophilia. A reflux. <laughs> like, break out the Kirkland signature. Acido reflexophilia. <laughs> now in wild berry fruit punch assortment. All right. So what, somophilia? Somnophilia. Somnophilia. Think about that uh, Al Pacino murder mystery movie. Oh, all right. Well, I got it wrong. It was. Did you figure it out? Did my clue get it Insomnia. So you turned off if people are sleeping? Being turned on by people sleeping. That's also called rape. So don't. (laughs) Don't get into that one, guys. If you want to suck the snot out of my nose, that turns you on. I mean, whatever. That's kind of weird. The, all the, the, ah. If you want, oh. if you if that interests you, email Chuck at the, the biscuits and gravy, gravy at gmail.com. That's the biscuits and gravy. Name that dirty, disgusting thing was presented in part by Reggie Watts light bulbs. Brighten your day with Watts. And also by Loincloths by Lionel. Hello. Is it these you're looking for? If not, he'll help you find more loincloths. Finding loincloths will be as easy as Sunday morning down at Loincloths by Lionel. Hey, you know they have new hours, Vincent Fody? That's true, Chuck. They're actually now open all night long. That's in the historic loincloth district. And if you're worried about not running into Lionel Richie at nighttime, don't worry, because he works the night shift. Mm. Why? He's got an endless because love for loincloths. <laughs> My <laughs> endless love. No, what? Friends listen to Endless Love in the Dark. Today's show is presented in part by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, stop with walking. Chew. And also by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get, get out, out the, the demons. demons. Hello. You hear that? Still? What's the next stop on the gravy train today? That sound can be one thing and one thing only. It is time for spoiler alert. Spoiler alert right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy, KKU, KKU 88.5. Biscuits and Gravy, temporarily broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker. From the Biscuit Bunker. In beautiful downtown Kihei. It's the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Yay! All right. You ready to 
get in the spoiler alert, Chuck? So ready. We've been watching devs. Oh, my Lord. Nick Offerman, yeah, we you're were, so good. We were talking about devs before we started the show. There's no nudity. There is F-bombs. There's murder. There's intrigue. There's computers. It's awesome. Is there, I guess they're right. There is no nudity, is there? No one's hanging D, and you can only see nips through I the shirts. I think they show that Asian girl in her... Underwear. Mad amounts about as, at times. As close as and it get. is worth it. It's got a standard Asian butt. Not huge, but not no, tiny. With the, the hair, though. The hair is like shaved off. Oh, it's so good. Mm, it's not when Christy Mack got the haircut, but that's pretty nice. I texted you in the middle of the night, and I was like, we we finished watching Devs, and I texted you. It was probably like 11 one, at night. 108. Or 1 in the morning. <laughs> I was like, watch Devs! Exclamation point. And I did. I took, I heeded your advice. You did. I'm surprised. Usually it takes you longer to get. To get I rewatched. Uh, I now I just finished season two of Breaking Bad. Oh, so man. I'm having a really good week. Season two is so good, and you know what else is good? Season one and season three through and five, five. <laughs> and four. <laughs> you know what else is good? Our dear friends down at Manny Pacquiao's backpacks. Manny Pacquiao's backpacks. When you need a quality backpack, backpack yeah. That's why I feel so relieved that I'm a Breaking Bad fan, and I feel really bad for Game of Thrones fans because right now in quarantine, this is the perfect time to go back and rewatch, binge watch all your favorite stuff. I went through, I watched all of the Hobbit movies and all of the extended Lord of the Rings. Man, why do Lord of the Rings movies look better than the Hobbit movies, even though they're ten years apart? Lord of the Rings movie, by the way, twenty years old. 20. I think they tried to overdo it on the uh, on the 3D aspects of the Hobbit. Oh right, because they were really pushing that new 3D stuff at the time. At the time, and it kind of I feel like they they overdid it a little bit. Also, they really drawed out the story. There's like a half an hour where they're putting IKEA furniture together. That's too long. That's <laughs> that was unnecessary. That's a little it's unnecessary. Just Smaug putting together. A I cabinet. love the extended version though of Lord of the Rings. It's all like Merry and Pippin eating. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Pipe tobacco. Ah. But that's why I feel so bad for Game of Thrones fans because Game of Thrones ended so bad that it retroactively. So bad. Shame on you, Game of Thrones. You're so stupid. I hate you. The last like two and a half seasons were so bad that it made so the bad. it made the the previous seasons almost unwatchable. I don't think I've even. Ah. I don't even think I've watched rewatched one episode of Game of Thrones ah. since the series finale. And, man, I just really wish that it ended really well, like Breaking Bad. There's so, a popular meme that's an example of Game of Thrones. It's the horse. It's the horse, where it's, like, the first two-thirds of the, the horse, horse is, like, noticing the horse. Well. And then it ends up being, like, a kid drawing it towards the end. Like, every panel is a different season representing how it's just stupid. Whereas all of Breaking Bad is just a photorealistic picture of a horse. Yeah, actually it's even better. As you zoom in, there's more worlds. Man, when you rewatch Breaking Bad, you're like the the lighting and the color of it, and like when they're anxious they're in like tight confined rooms with yellow light, and like the fights between him and his wife. Dude, you rewatch Breaking Bad, you root for the wife the whole time. Yeah, you start to realize that Skylar wasn't as bad as everybody thought she was. No, you're like, she's a biatch. Why would you just let him make meth like a normal person? No, Skylar is like holding it all together, dude. She's taking care of the she family. She is a little bit annoying and she, at the be in the beginning when yeah. she before she knows what's going on, but once once she actually knows what's going on, she has a legitimate reason to be mad. Mm-hmm. But before, she's just kind of annoying. I like when they kill, almost kill her boss. Oh. When she gets rehired as an accountant. Ted? Yeah. 
Oh, Lordy. Yeah, what, you, what have you been watching this week? I've been watching Devs. Devs is on FX. It features Nick Offerman. and so uh, I thought it was going to be a series, and then it turns out it's just a limited series. Limited, just, baby. They a, did it right. It's a mini-series, which is going to be it's pretty eight cool. eight episodes. They're like 42 an hour long. And yeah, so I think it was originally on FX, because I was wondering, like, if this is – we were watching it on Hulu. Oh, yeah. But then it was only – each episode was only about 45 minutes. So I was like, oh, this must have been an FX show. But if you like Nick F- Offerman, X-X. it's not, it's not funny. It's, in it. it's just a really good miniseries. I think it's going to give uh, the plot against America a run for its money at the Emmys this Ooh, year. Ooh, baby, we're best, talking Emmys already on the Biscuits and Gravy show. For limited series, because I don't know. There's, it, was a pr- it was pretty good for a limited series. Speaking of What H- is Devs about? Devs is about – we talked about it a little bit last week. It's kind of confusing to explain. It's so fucking confusing. It's <laughs> – it's Nick Offerman makes a computer that can that can quantify so much information and compute so much information. If I were to roll can, a pen across a desk, you can calculate the force that moved the pen. Right. And then from backtracking that, you could say it was my hand that moved the pen. But then you could backtrack and see everything I've done my entire life, everything that's ever shaped me, my parents, and going back and back and back and back, literally to the Big Bang. So right. in the show, spoiler alert, They've been able to see into the future up to a certain mark. Right. And, and that's the thing is that when you start to look into the future, things get kind of weird. And the the company is kind of like a Google. It's like it's so rich and it gets away with a lot of stuff and their senators are involved. But really, at the end of the day, it's a big mystery. It's whether we have free will or not. Right. So it's, it asks a lot of really interesting questions. So if you're into kind of sci-fi... If the Big Bang sent everything in motion and everything is just cause and effect all the way out, like, do we really have free choice or is this complete illusion? Right. Is our brain just working on an algorithm that's being determined by our surroundings? And if you know every piece of information in the universe, can you figure out everything that's going to happen? That's the question that devs ask. So check out devs. That's on Hulu. Um, what did I do? I watched the new Seinfeld stand-up. I have not seen the new Seinfeld stand-up. It's not He it's regurgitates not best, some of his material, But right? if you're a Seinfeld fan, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I know a lot of boomers enjoyed it. A lot Speaking of, of Seinfeld, we lost a good one this week, Mr. Stiller. Yes, rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. 92? I think he was 92, yeah. He's ben perpetually been he played, old my entire life. Played George Costanza's dad on Seinfeld. Uh, he was also on King of Queens. With friend of the show, Patton Oswalt. Friend of the show. Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. Uh, So check out the new Seinfeld episode, or the new Seinfeld stand-up, which is pretty good. It's cool. In the beginning, there's this scene where he jumps out of a helicopter into, like, a river wearing a tuxedo. And you're like, what is going on? It's kind of like this weird James Bond thing. And you're like, well, there's no way that he actually did that. It must have been a stunt double. And then at the very end, after the stand-up, they show these these clips of him training to jump out of a helicopter into a river. No way. Yeah, so it, it was. I think that's the best part of the whole stand-up is him doing this stunt where he jumps out of a helicopter. I guess once you flip he, a like, bunch of cars going ninety miles an hour, nothing scares you. Right, because it's also it's like you know how every stand-up special has to driver. every every stand-up special starts off with the the comedian. Walking Doing down the street something. and then walks into the thing. I like the, the Norm MacDonald one where he's just talking about like pork chops for no reason. Yeah, it just the Norm <laughs> MacDonald one it just starts in the middle of the stand-up thing. <laughs> love Norm MacDonald. Gotta man. love Norm MacDonald. That's a great stand-up too. Oh, the dude. most recent one that he did on Netflix, or I think it's called Hitler's Dog. It's so funny. So funny. So funny. 
Um, I also we wa- we talked about the new Rick and Morty episode. Yep, with friend of the show Quigley. The Quigs. I want to uh, say Quigley down under, but he's actually north of us. I think. That's true. Yeah. He's not Australian. Oh. Uh, and then there's also the show Solar Opposites. I have started to watch Solar Opposites. Now, for those of you just tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy show and for those of you just watching it, uh, Rick and Morty is a two-person team, essentially. There's a lot more that goes on to it. It's Justin Roiland does the voices of both Rick and Morty, but also Dan Harmon, who is the creator of Community and Harmontown and a couple other things. He... He at he is responsible for the story structure, and he's a, of the show. Also, his writing structure is kind of famous to the point where they made fun of it inside right. Rick and Morty. He's the founder of the Dan Harmon Story Circle, which is has gained quite a lot of notoriety in writing communities. But also, and then Justin Roiland is is he does the voices, and he has the it was his the, idea the for wacky the, show. the wacky characters. It's actually based on an internet cartoon that he submitted to Doc and Marty, which was a, a parody of Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. And then Dan Harmon got a hold of them, and they they wanted to work together on it, and then Rick and Morty was born. Uh huh. So if you subtract Dan Harmon from that scenario, this is and you essentially just have like Justin the Roilands. wings. It's the it's the wings. This is essentially of Rick and Morty. the wings of Rick and Morty. So there is the it's it's called Solar Opposites. It's about these aliens that land on Earth and they're trying to fit in to their Earth community. I actually think it's really funny. You know what I I wasn't stoked about the idea of the show because I thought it's it was so, going to detract from Rick and Morty. And the background character is like identical to like the background of a Rick and Morty. Right, and the like the voices the, it kind of feels like. Like a like a shoot off, like a spin off of Rick and Morty. But is it set in the same universe? No, it is not set in the same universe. It's sort of like the American Dad of of Rick and Morty, of Adult Swim. Um, and I would have been the first one to stand up and say, "Hey, this isn't that good." But you know what? It's, it's not my bad. Attention, pretty good so far. I I've got through about three episodes. So it's two aliens that they're not lovers, but they're together, and then they have two kids that are like more cl- young clones of them. And then they, they have collect a third. people and put people in a wall. That's so funny. Cool. You they have a shrink gun, and yeah. Which I kind of like that whole that whole aspect of it of the show. So I'd like to see how that plays out in further episodes. Uh, the aliens realize that they are not really well liked in the community, so they release nanobots into the drinking system to steal people's information, right. so that they could know everything that's going on. And then the nanobot. And then they also like together and shoot run to up. city council. So it seems like it's like a children's show. And then they're like, hey, you want to go shoot up heroin in the water reclamation center? There's a lot of cursing, too. Mad amounts of cursing, bro. I don't, I don't know if it's. I don't think if it's, it's anything just to be to when kids. they broadcast it on Hulu or Who knows? what. But oh, because I don't know. Is it on FX or FXX or is it? Just, I don't even know what it's on. I think Hulu owns it. Uh, so if Hulu you're, is if you're a Rick and Morty fan, you may Microsoft, enjoy right? Solar Opposites. Is Hulu Microsoft? Uh, I don't know. Huh. But speaking of Hulu, and I always talk a lot of shit on Hulu because yeah, because you need to pay for it. You still get commercials. What the f is up with that s? So I don't know if you saw the recent article, but it just came out that Netflix uh, released these released some statistics, and they said that they ser- saved the average American about. Uh, two or three days worth of commercials on Netflix. So if, in if a you lifetime count, or a year, if you count or up a week, so in about an, how, in an hour's worth of TV, the average person is going to watch about twenty minutes of commercials. Twenty minutes? Can you believe it? Here, people. So, so over the course of watching, the average viewer over the course of a year 
watches about two days, three days worth of commercials. That's just on Hulu. And so they said in 2019 they saved the average viewer about two hours, about two days worth two of days. commercial time. Heck yeah, dude. And those are two days that I can't ever get back. So thank also, you, Netflix. You're doing the Lord's Netflix, work by not putting commercials in way there. faster, better loading, better user interface. L- Netflix is just doing everything. Better right. original content. Hulu, you stink. There's no Amazon you, you Prime. You put stuff you put stuff in your queue that you're gonna watch and then you go on there and you can't find it. You have to like scroll through through the whole site before you can find what you're trying to watch. I hate it. And then it doesn't go to the next and episode. I it goes to I haven't found what Man, I'm looking annoying. for. I really do not enjoy their interface at all. No, but if you want to give me your great. free password, because Ted Anderson won't but I did give watch, me a call I did at eight oh eight. You know what else I've been watching is Picard and the the girl who's Are you the only one in your demographic you think that watches Picard? The white girl from Devs who I plays who plays Just Nick kidding. Offerman's girlfriend yeah. is also one of the main characters in Picard. Man. And she's complete she plays a completely different character. Doesn't that blow your mind away when like actors are actors? <laughs> yeah. You're like, "Hold on, you can't be the thing. You're this thing. You're something else." That's, good actors are like that. Uh, what we do in the shadows? So funny, dude! I can't believe I wasn't watching what we do in the shadows. The I'm movie glad was you great. finally came around on it. The oh movie, my god! The movie was great. the The first season was great. The second season has been great so far. What are they, were they on Staten Island? They come out. Every, the episodes come out on FX it's every Tuesday. Vampires so in modern day Wednesday, time. Every Wednesday, you can watch them on Hulu the next day. Yep. So if you're listening to this on the day that the episode comes out, Wednesday, go check Which out is the new episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Ah! I also watched uh, Wicker Man, <laughs> the movie Wicker The Man. original 1973 version. <laughs> I watched the extremely terrible Nick Cage version of Wicker Man. I love bad Nick Cage movies, though. I, yeah, I understand I'm spread out in your bed right now, and I'm disgusting and gross. Don't worry about it. That's how I feel about you putting your feet on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can put your feet on my bed. Bees are actually hygienic. <laughs> <laughs> But I gotta say, I do. I do also enjoy bad Nick Cage movies. Uh, this one was almost worth watching. It's it's not good. The acting, the dialogue. No, is, there's everything. It's so stupid. Also, like stiff. he's a cop and he's on an island. Also, I like... watched the whole movie because I wanted to see the not the bees not the scene. And it turns out that that's actually a deleted scene. So I watched the entire movie, and I got to the end. I was like, "Where's the not the bees scene?" <laughs> it, it was. It's not Don't even. Don't you in hate the movie. that when they do that with clip? You see the clip of it, and then you watch the movie, and it's not even there. They use right. alternate clips. To, ah, damn media. Like in the trailer for Pineapple Express, they use that song. All I want to do is. Psh- 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 and then the song's then not it even wasn't in the movie. It. It wasn't it. It. I watched the whole movie waiting to see that song. Yeah. And guess what's not yeah. in there? You know who was in there? Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. What is a quiche? What is a quiche? That, by the way, guys, is a uh, white men can't jump reference. Correct. You actually nailed that in one of the Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo. And that is where a friend of the show, Woody Harrelson, from Woody Harrelson's Discount Lumber, his prices on lumber are smoking. Gotta love Woody Harrelson. uh, I want to restart rewatching season one of- Tax evader Wesley Snipes. (laughs) Friend of the show, disgraced meteorologist and tax evader Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. And turns out white men can jump and Hispanic women can win at Jeopardy. Yeah. It's breaking down stereotypes left and right. Oh, baby. What year was that movie? Speaking of breaking down, my deodorant is not working today. Do you see how wet I am over here? (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
You know, speaking of not holding up, I've been watching a lot of Futurama lately. What? We never talked more about, like, crucifying people in a game. <laughs> That's what I want to hold I up. I do want to see who gets crucified. Crucify him. But crucify I, I think it's going to be more symbolistic because they, they What's have, the like, symbology chips. What's the on sim- this one? Symbolism. Symbolism. Boondock Saints. Ooh, baby. You know what was terrible? Boondock Saints 2. Boondock Saints 2 was so bad that they wrote the girlfriend out of Dexter. And it was great because they made John Lithgow kill her. And that was the greatest moment of Dexter. And everything about Dexter was so stupid. So stupid. Everything with Dexter was stupid. Dexter was just making all the mistakes and Breaking Bad was just doing everything right. Do you know about HBO Max? You know what? I just heard about HBO Max. I don't. I have HBO Go. I got HBO Home. What's HBO Max? HBO Max sounds like a panty liner. (laughs) HBO Max is going to be. It's going to be the new and improved HBO because HBO is is teaming up with Warner Media, which is a giant media conglomeration. Um, Now the good thing is, all right. So HBO Go is if you already have HBO on cable. Yep, you can just use your account. Then you can use your cable account to watch it online. There's also HBO Now, which is what I have, where if you even if you don't subscribe to cable, it's like a standalone HBO that you can subscribe to. It's like 15 bucks a month, which is pretty expensive considering that there's a limited amount of content. I think Netflix is cheaper than that, and they have way more content. But I'd say and better movies. Ninety more people are ninety times people are buying Netflix than HBO. Right, but but HBO the shows that they do have are pretty darn good. But the user interface worse. Also, HBO does HBO either. kick you back? <laughs> I don't know when I get kicked out. Of Why HBO, can't everybody just copy Netflix? It's not like they. It's not like they they're own too good. The, the user interface. And then also, get it, Netflix not perfect. They used to actually do stuff through the mail. How did that work? Netflix used to actually mail you DVDs, and you would wait like weeks for them, and they could be scratched, and then you're like, okay. Well, that's why I'm going to be very excited when Donald Trump shuts down the Postal Service. When you get kicked out because of then everything HBO, will be online. do you think it's because I'm watching something on your HBO password, too? Or because I get kicked out of HBO sometimes, and I'm always wondering, like, is it because HBO user interface sucks? Is it because Vince it's is that. also trying it's, to watch Catwalk? It's definitely that. Um, but HBO Max is going to be – if you already have HBO Now, HBO Max is going to be the same price. So you're basically getting – they're adding more content for the same price. Oh. Um, the only problem is – It's Time Warner. The only problem is Time Warner, so it's not great. It's going to have a bunch of DC stuff. So if you've been waiting Ugh. to watch Batman versus Superman, <laughs> um, they're also going to have a lot of Adult Swim content, Ooh. stuff from TNT, TBS. Uh, they bought the right to uh, bought the rights to South Park, so they're going to have all of South Park. Whoa, South because South Park's I believe, on Hulu streaming right now. on there. Yeah, so I think they spent I think they spent like fifty million. Also, South Park South you can Park. get on SouthPark.com. You can watch free episodes yeah, all South, the time. South, South Park's Park. like everywhere now. Yeah, they South Park creators have like four hundred million dollars under their belt. Um, the only the only problem dude. is like HBO Max is not going to add that much new great content. What we need is HBO Skinamax. That's HBO, what we need. That's what I thought it was. Originally. That's what I want, baby. Uh, plus, You're like HBO is going to have another. I think I'm going to cancel my the, HBO because there's nothing. There's nothing on. I don't there's even nothing use it. on. I mean, I'm not going to pay fifteen bucks a month just to watch John Oliver every week because John Oliver's good, but that's eh. like. Half, first of all, half the show is released for free on YouTube. You can every watch week. it anyway. Actually, if you're 
clever, you can get most of it. And also, you can just download the the actual episode. That's the only thing I'm watching. Westworld is over. Westworld Season 3 was not as great as it could have been. It was okay, but it doesn't hold a candle to Season 1. And because of COVID, they're not going to be releasing any new content, although I did That new show, Run, isn't that great. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's it's worth watching a couple episodes. It just didn't really... Let's talk about Disney Plus Plus for half a second. Disney Plus Plus is what, like five bucks a month? It's six bucks a month, I think, but you can also get, for like a dollar, you can get another... Like Hulu, I think with it. Even though I refuse to ever give Disney any of my money, I do have to admit that you do get a lot of bang for your buck with Disney Plus, much much more than you will get with HBO Max. Well, HBO I gotta cancel HBO. Actually. HBO has a lot of movies, but they all suck. Oh yeah, you were trying to watch uh, Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah. Or <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Actually, you like Hobbs and Shaw, you dirty son of a bitch. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I do love Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Mandalorian season three in production, season two not finished with production. Wait, so what is going on? That's what they did with the Lord of the Rings movies. They made all of them at the same time. Huh. That's why there's so much continuity. Oh, I like I like that with um, Kill Bill. You were just they talking made them about both how, at the same time. how you were just talking about how great how the, great they are. The original ones look. This because they they filmed them all together. You know who doesn't like Lord of the Rings? Every girlfriend who's ever loved me. So it's not you don't you don't come back and then uh, Frodo's uh, taller. Great <laughs> great news. Reno nine one one back, but with a caveat. Reno nine one one is back. But it's on a. You have to download Quibbly. It's like another. What the hell is Hulu, that? What? It's like another like Hulu, Netflix, Amazon. Oh, you know what? I think Quibbly might be getting absorbed by HBO Max. Ooh. Maybe I so, might be telling tales out of school Reno there. Reno nine one one is HBO related now. They, what is going on? I don't know. I think Crackle's in there somewhere too. Oh my god, <laughs> Crackle, dude! There were more commercials. On Crackle than if you just watch something at TBS on Saturday mornings. It was terrible. Also, do you remember what Crackle's tagline was? We're on. It's on. It's on. <laughs> it's like, Crackle, technically, it's on. But that's where Community in the Car is getting coffee started, and they got bought out. Wait, who who bought? Crackle got bought out? Uh, it went somewhere else after it, but yeah, originally. Or Comedians and Cars. Comedians and Cars getting coffee started on Crackle. Yeah, that was That's a that was actually the only reason anybody would ever watch Crackle. Comedians and Cars, and because of that, some limited Seinfeld got released on Crackle, too. Oh, you know what else got was on Crackle briefly? Yeah, the Larry Sanders show. There we go. That was that was that show's great, by the way. Rewatch it. Todd Barry's an episode. Shout out. Oh, gotta love Todd Barry. Also, the guy Sarah who played Silverman. who was it? Uh, the guy who played Ari on Entourage. What's his name? Yeah, he's Jeremy that, Piven. Jeremy Piven's a staff writer in, in there. It. Uh, one of the guys who's one who's one of the FBI investigators in the show Hannibal, which I love, is also in there. There's the receptionist from Twenty Four, who's Janine also Garofalo's the, in there. Who's also the snail in It's Always Sunny. There's who's so a very many people. Funny comedian. There's She's so also many in people it. in the Larry Sanders show that just show up. And, of course, our good friends down at Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. Hey, now. Wow. So, so maybe That's, somebody will actually get that reference now. No one will get ever. But Gary Shandling, they, you know what's weird? HBO owned the rights to that show, and they didn't. They weren't streaming it for a long time. Even it's though, so lame. I don't know why they weren't streaming it. Because it was on it. Crackle. It, yeah, and then, and then after Gary Shandling died, HBO was like, Ah, cash cow. Oh, yeah, time to cash in on this, and now it's available to stream. So if you haven't ever seen the great, late Gary Shandling in the show, go check it out. It's sort of like a it's sort of like a predecessor. I feel it's like the godfather of 30 Rock. 
I like it. Almost. And it's just brilliantly written. One of my favorite shows of all time. Have you been seeing The Last OG with Tracy Jordan Morgan? I always forget what his name is in real life. Is it Tracy Morgan in the show or Tracy Jordan in the show? Tracy Jordan in the show. And Tracy Morgan in real life. Tracy Morgan. Who got hit by like a Kmart truck and sued Sears and Kmart out of existence. Yeah. And then when he won, he's like, "Mm, also, I'm not brain dead as much as I was before. And he's back, baby. He oh, has like good. a fifth season, or he canceled I, his. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to come on tour out here. Yeah, and, and got he canceled, canceled it. He got hit by a truck. He's in a show called The Last OG. I've yet to see it. Have you seen it? No, I wasn't even aware that there oh, was a show. He's there's a show that exists with him in it. Well, that sounds interesting. I saw him in an episode of Tanked, and he had this huge thing put in his yard. And they're like, "Why do you want this huge thing in your yard? Why don't you want it in his house?" And he's like, "I like to sit here and meditate." And they were like, meditate? And he's like, yeah. And we're like, so you have an aquarium in your yard to smoke blunts? All right. That sounds great. All right. Anything else for spoiler alert? I don't think so. We covered a lot of stuff. We feel spoiled. We spoiled so much I, today. Oh, you know what? The what? The last couple episodes of The Last Dance are going to be coming out soon. So if you want to finish watching that Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, for a second, I thought you were talking about the my famous 2001 movie. Save, Save the, the Last, last Dance. dance. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about uh, Save the Last Dance. Or Step Up. (laughs) What is it? Julia Stiles? Julia Stiles. I'm talking about The Last Dance, which is the groundbreaking Bulls documentary, which has taken the nation by storm. Mm -hmm. As we talked about last week, is Michael Jordan a lizard person? Michael Jordan, lizard person. We proved it. Lizard! Listen to last week's episode for undeniable proof of Michael Jordan being an Illuminati lizard person. Ah, the Illuminati. They're everywhere. Ah, don't we know it. And Today's show is presented in part by Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to gold in ear, get pierced. I also want to mention there's one more documentary that just came out that I'm a big fan of. The Beastie Boys documentary. It's oh, okay, called Beastie cool. Boys Story, directed yes. by Spike Jones, who we know directed a bunch of their music videos, friend of the band. They Spike talk Jones. about them being a little derogatory towards women in the beginning of their career. They do. And, and then how they, that they that tried was, to rectify the situation completely. That was somewhat of an affectation, but yeah. the Beastie Boys, I do remember Beastie Boys came out at one point. By affectation, you mean that they were pretending to be more rap stars than they were rap stars? They're very talented rappers. But sometimes when people become famous, they yeah. become too much they even, of a they, persona. They used to have a girl in their band as well who was the drummer. No way. And uh, she kind of got pushed to the side because girls, their, their record label was like, we need you to have this like tough guy rap b-boy persona and yeah. having a girl in the band doesn't fit that and she kind of got edged out of the band girls so if you want to learn all about that watch the new documentary beastie boys directed by all Spike i want Jones. is girls it's actually in the pretty morning, good it's girls and in the evening it's girls so yeah i if you're a beastie boys fan it's definitely worth a watch and it turns out that their last performance ever was at bonnaroo oh wow and i didn't know this i was at that i was at that Bonnaroo show. <laughs> I saw them. I saw the Beastie Boys perform. I, I didn't not. I didn't not know that I was there. It sounds like a Bonnaroo story. <laughs> You're like, little did I know, I was at Bonnaroo. I was at Bonnaroo. No, I just didn't know that that was their last performance of all time. But it turns out that it was. So wow. I saw the Beastie Boys last performance. I, I was always a big Beastie Boys fan. To do the radio, Vince, and clean up my room. <laughs> all 
right, so you ready to get into Conspiracy Cookbook? I'm the most ready to get into Conspiracy Cookbook. Guys, set your ovens to 420. Grab the tinfoil. It's time to wake and bake the biscuits and gravy way. This is Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us by Chris Tucker's Mattresses. Get tucked in when you're tuckered out. <laughs> Conspiracy Cookbook is presented in part by Britney Spears Hair Cutting Scissors. Britney Spears hair cutting scissors for the best in shears. Get, get Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. And also by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes from supporters like Tim Allen's Wrenches. Greats returning. State's evidence. Now, for Conspiracy Cookbook, I've got a lot to talk about, Chuck. Well, let's give them something to talk about. I want to ask the question that's on everybody's mind right now. What is Obamagate? What? Oh, my God. Are we talking about Obamagate on the show? We're talking about Obamagate. We're talking about Obamagate here on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of... DJ Trump just dropped his latest single. Obamagate. It's called Obamagate. Obamagate. Now, Donald Trump was quoted as saying that this is the... This is the biggest political scandal and the biggest uh, political crime of all time. Uh, the only thing is, <laughs> he, Donald Trump doesn't is know a complete liar. what it is. No, Donald Trump would never lie to us. Oh, He's, you're right. He, he just doesn't know what it is because people tried to follow up. They're like, okay, what is Obamagate? And he said, that's what we want to know. He said, everybody knows what the crime is. That's what he said. He says, you know what, you know what the crime is. So this is like crime on a whole new level where it's long-term listeners of biscuits and gravy it's, it's, will, a, it's will like a crowdsourced think of conspiracy that obama clearly mars related it's clearly it's got to be mars related a lot of crazy it's a conspiracy so big that donald so trump can't even describe it himself now some people are postulating that i think it has to do with it they're gonna they're gonna release the obama mars tapes our obama didn't prep trump enough for COVID happening. And as someone pointed out really quickly, Obama had a 69-page report. 69 pages. 69, baby. You can you can quote the biscuit on that one. Joe Biden loves throwing that statistic around. Uh, he also likes kissing his 19-year-old granddaughter on the lips for like 30 seconds. What's that? <laughs> it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Now, here, I think this is the smoking gun, actually. Not my Hussein Obama. I think this is the smoking gun because— Do you smoke out of guns? Obama, we know that before Obama left office, he established a pandemic preparedness team. Mm -hmm. Now, why would you establish a team to prepare for pandemics unless you were planning a pandemic? Well, Obama was a president for eight years, and we had an outrageous flu season and H1N1 underneath his... Right. Presidency. That sounds, that sounds so like seems... a, a very virus-laden track record <laughs> for Barack Obama. And we know that some of these viruses come from outer space and they come from aliens. Of course. And where is Barack Obama known to have been? Now, Barack Obama... Mars. Mars. He's been on Mars. I think he might have brought back some Martian viruses with him. He planned to release them, and that's why he created the Pandemic Relief Preparedness Team, which Donald Trump, being an American hero, dismantled... Of course. Because I think he wanted to allocate fundings towards his son and for Space Force. Right, and and for the Space Force, which is helping us fight Xenu. And lizards. And lizards. Biscuits and gravy is presented in part by Johnny Depp's glasses. The best perception is 
depth perception. And also by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian's oh, sunscreen. Here he is. Woody Harrelson's discount lumber. His prices on lumber are smoking. That's true, though. <laughs> wow, man, I can't believe Obamagate. Now, the other thing that scares me about Obamagate is that you can't find any information on it on the interwebs other than, like, it's a huge joke. Well, it's sort of like Tinkerbell, you know? Like, if, if the Trump supporters out there believe in Obamagate, then it's real. I love this so much. Right? It's it's whatever. It's it's like he's bebopping and freestyling. Bebopping and freestyling Obamagate <laughs> over here. Obamagate is it's whatever you want it to be. By the way, all the stock photos of Obama, even if you try to make him look bad, he still looks good. Still looks pretty good. Pretty good. Except in that picture where he's wearing the mom jeans. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> kite surfing in a good one. That's a nice one. Oh, yeah. I like that. The whole kite surfing. Yeah. He's the, the guy from Virgin. <laughs> the guy from Virgin Airlines. What's that yep. guy's name? Ted Virgin. I don't know. Johnny Virgin. <laughs> that was my nickname so in college. The newest thing, we can't even talk about lizards. We can't talk about the New World Order. All we have to talk about today is Obamagate and wild speculation. Wild speculation about what is Obamagate. Nobody knows. But you know. We all know what Obamagate is. We unless all know. you ask me on a radio show, and then I don't know. And I was prepped for this, too. I'm still... Obamagate is like it's like a black hole. You can't see directly what it is. But, but it's by, so massive. But by all the stuff around it, you can actually see what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, we do know that it's called Obamagate, which is Obama and Bill Gates. No, I think it's Bill Gates Obama is Bill Gates and Obama and getting together to do some various purposes because we know a gate took him from the California College. Do you think it's referring to the Obama Stargate? Of course, to, to Mars in, in the jump room in UCLA that took him to Mars. Now, for those of you just turning on the Biscuits and Gravy show. You're dumb. Which NASA denied. NASA denies NASA this. NASA is us on truth seekers <laughs> over here, okay? The U.S. government is, us is on boys. record denying the fact that Obama has ever been on Mars. Two biscuits and gravy, no less, have said Obama. They're denying that Obama's, But we all know there's a jump room in UCLA, and Obama, as an undergrad, used it to Stargate jump to Mars. I also think that we, we know everyone knows it. There's a new thing. I don't know if you know about murder hornets. <laughs> I love murder hornets. So do you want to describe what, what the murder hornets is? All right. So similar to pandemics, every couple of years, someone brings something dumb into this country. And <laughs> right now it's like supersized hornets that are killing out all the honeybees. And they're huge. They're like four inches long. And... They're like the size of an incel's penis. And where are they from? Asia. Asia is what right. El- what else is from Asia? The Wuhan virus. Mm-hmm. COVID-19. Now, I've been doing a lot of research on murder hornets. And a lot of people have been <laughs> a lot of people have been telling us that you don't have to fear murder hornets. You know who the the real bug that you should be fearing is? Mosquitoes. Of course. And who do we know that's done work? Genetically modifying mosquitoes. Bill Gates has been on the forefront of genetically modifying mosquitoes to spread disease and plague since time immemorial. All right, so this this goes back 10, 15 years. Hear me out here. So the new Obamagate is Obama has created these death hornets to kill honeybees 
so we no longer have a good source of sugar. We have to have an unhealthy source of sugar so that more Americans die so that lizard people can take over the world. Sounds good to me. Whoa. Also, I like this I like this whole idea that that crime is kind of just whatever you want it to be now. It doesn't have to be really based in reality. It's just No, you can just say whatever you want and then it happens. It's amazing. Yeah, and also you can say that something it's doesn't It's worse than Obamacare. You know what it is. Uh now some people are saying that Trump is coming out with is this a now rambling lunatic just to kind of take take the focus off the way he's been handling the COVID-19 pandemic. But I think that they're trying to distract us from the fact that this whole pandemic thing is a Democrat conspiracy. It was started by the liberals like Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. And you know what the proof of that is? Pudding. I don't know if you I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen where, it all being where has the where has the, the most recent surges of the COVID nineteen virus been? Actually in Republican states. In red states. All the red states are having huge surges in COVID nineteen outbreaks. Why? Because Obama. because Obama is trying to get all those Trump voters so that the Democrats can swing the election that's coming up. Well, what happened is, is Obama made these red states fear the government. Red states used to love federal control, you know? Right. Kind of. I mean, states' rights, though, no, It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that the virus is real and Trump has been telling people not to wear masks and saying that the thing was a big hoax. Yeah, it actually has to do with the fact that the Democrats are purposely infecting red states mm-hmm. so that they can swing the election. So maybe the Democrats, through Obama, are trying to distract the situation and releasing the death hornets. We also know that the, that the Democrats uh, put up cameras everywhere where they can spy on people oh my god and that's why the democrats all the democrats are wearing masks so that the facial recognition can't can't get in their mouth (laughs) (laughs) it's really they're releasing the death hornets (laughs) so that we have to stay inside i'm not gonna go outside there's death hornets Right, and so that's why Donald Trump is going to get rid of the mail. So many questions here on Biscuits and Gravy today. The Democrats, by allowing people to vote, are trying to swing the election. Because Trump just doesn't want to lick the envelope. His envelopes have Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we know that Donald Trump came out and said that when people have access to voting, that hurts Republicans. He said this directly. That is why he is my president. He is a straight shooter. Because he's a straight shooter. Trump said, he's telling yeah, like we it can't is. have people vote. We can't have, we can't have we the have Democrats swinging the election by elections, allowing people to vote. The Democrats are going to win. The Democrats are going to win. Are going to win. And so that's why we're going to shut down the U.S. mail because Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. is trying to get people to vote by mail. And so that's why Donald Trump has to shut down the mail. He mail installed like a new postmaster general. White thing that, that Trump hates. <laughs> Do you ever hear about the Philippines? What's that? Their mailboxes uses only Manila envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You sorry. Heard, you heard it I'm here. Sorry. You heard it here first, folks, on Biscuits and Gravy Show. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy comes from Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. And also by John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. And of guys. course, our good friends down at Selma Hayek's Kayaks. Paddle from dusk till dawn for when you need to cross a river. Uh, I also want to say I want to. I'm really proud of our of friend of the show and disgraced meteorologist Michael Flynn. I don't know if you've been following this in the news. But the Flynn is in. 
But Flynn, because he... Actually, Obama may not be perfect because based on the Michael Flynn story. We know that in order to fight lizard people, Donald Trump enlisted the help of Russia. True, clearly. And to cover this up, uh, Michael Flynn lied to the FBI about his communication with Russia. But then, in his heart, he was telling the truth. But in his heart, he was telling the truth. He was, he was, he lied to the FBI, but he was doing it for the greater good. Just Ours because, like just because you Scalia. commit a crime and then plead guilty to that crime, doesn't mean that you commit a crime if the charges got dropped. Because that means it wasn't a crime in the first place. Bar sucks. It's like when Scalia died and I baked a cake. Too. But weird. doesn't uh, William Barr kind of looks like a reincarnation of Scalia? Yeah, William Barr, dude, what is going on? These people are the worst. Is William Barr just Scalia <laughs> in like a? <laughs> it's like in T two, you kill him and he just pops back up again. <laughs> he just morphed into. I don't know. We're gonna have to explore that and maybe talk about that next week on. Biscuits of course, and gravy. As Scalia would say it's not a crime if the president does it. That's right, and that's exactly what William Barr said. Yep, and and, and just like George Costanza, it's not a. Why, if you believe it. It's, that's definitely so true. So that's the world we live in. What is Obamagate? Say it with Is us. it the Stargate? Is it if you close murder your eyes, hornets? If you close your eyes and clap, Obamagate becomes real. So what we're saying is that there's a gift here, people, and anything that goes wrong, we can just blame on Obama. Because, let's face it, Obama sucked, and he probably did everything wrong anyway. So let's just blame everything on Obama. And now we have a great catchphrase that's sort of that sort of encompasses everything. Obamagate. Obamagate. It covers everything. Why is it that they put gate on the end of everything? Like Watergate Hotel and then they just call everything gate. Anything that was a problem, they just call gate after it. I don't know, but the the article that I read on the, in the Guardian had to explain that because they have a lot of UK readers uh, yeah, that, don't, like, that don't understand Obamagate. Why gates like, are Why called. do we care about his gate? <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, wait, what? What about a gate? Why doesn't he use a trellis? Like, what's going on here, Obama? They know the truth that it's actually about Stargates. Of course. And not that it's a scandal suffix. Stargate. <laughs> All right, so, guys, we're going to be keeping you updated on Obamagate as more details come to light. As any details come to as light. As any details come to light, we will keep it's you updated. It's so funny seeing a plate in your house with white crumbs on it, and it's biscuit crumbs. <laughs> it's not cocaine. It's uh, biscuit crumbs. <laughs> Oh, you hear that Whoa! joke? Whoa! That sound can be one thing, one thing only. Oh, my God. Is it the last stop on the gravy train today? Yeah. I guess we talked about cooking and comedy. We have a comedy show this Friday oh, yeah, live. Let's a quick plug. Ooh, let's plug it up, baby. Uh, so there's a comedy show every hour on the hour. So 8 o'clock in every time zone. There's a comedy show this Friday. Check out BiscuitWars.com or Facebook Power Up Comedy for more info. All right, and we're gonna. It's gonna have friend of the show Chino LaForge is gonna be. Oh, on there. Chino's added on it. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, uh, friend of the show Ted Anderson Ted is gonna Anderson. be on there. It's gonna be hosted by yours, the Biscuit and Gravy Show. And so, if you're looking for something to do and you want to donate to a good cause, which is helping struggling comedians in all time zones. <laughs> Uh, don't worry about getting up early because we're going to be the last time zone on oh, the yeah. Biscuits and Gravy Show. And if you want to uh, look good because we get to see you and hear you, check out our good friends down at Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. <laughs> Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. And also by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need Sinise's. <laughs> Wardrobe for the Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by... Glenn Close's Closets. Looking for the best closets? 
you're getting close. And of course, good old Chuck Thompson wouldn't have been able to overcome his charcuterie addiction if it wasn't for Benedict Cumberbatch's rehab clinic for when you've been addicted. Alrighty, guys. It is the time of the show where I prove that I, Chuck Sauce, host the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here in the Biscuit Bunker, right here on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. This is where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. Can you stump the buffalo? All right. So are you ready? Don't forget to email us your trivia questions to the, the biscuits, biscuits and gravy, gravy at gmail.com. We'll That's come to Chuck live on the air. The Biscuits and Gravy at gmail.com. All right. You ready for our first question, Chuck? Chi to the who. All right. Our first question comes from Roberto in San Dimas, California. He wants to know San Dimas High School football rules. Go Death Hornets. Go Death Hornets. <laughs> How did they know? <laughs> Roberto in San Dimas, California wants to know. Where did the famous 1989 Chinese protest take place? Tiananmen Square. Tiananmen Square is absolutely correct. You didn't even and need, guys, you didn't the it's half the, of the photo question. of the guy in front of the tank. The uncropped version is also even known worse. As tank Man. Because there's like a million tanks behind him. In devs, they talk about Tiananmen Square. How oh, that, do they? Th- this photo is supposed to be like, oh my God, the people standing up to the government. There was almost an overthrow, and they didn't want to kill the people because of they knew it was going to be people taking pictures and maybe even televised. Right. Instead, they were like, no, let's kill all the protesters. Let's kill them and, and then, then just suppress it. the government shut it down. And then they did, they did suppress it for a while. Uh, the picture got out. But nowadays, it's funny because you can't post that picture on Reddit. Nope, it gets Be- taken down. Because uh, Reddit is partially owned by the Chinese China. Now, and they suppress all that stuff. Government... Government's right, man. Trump knows China's all the problems. Right. And China. China. All right. Our second question comes from Wendy in Lake Minnetonka, Minnesota. She wants to know, what comedian has a famous bit about seven words you can't say on television? What comedian has a famous bit about seven words you can't say on television? Who? Oh, it's George, who's George Carlin. George Carlin is absolutely correct. For bonus points, can you name... The seven words you can't say on television? All right. I'll give you a bonus point if you can get all of them. Okay, hold on. So, what are? <laughs> uh, shit. Ass. Oh, wrong. Ass is not one of them. Uh, shit. Bitch. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Oh, no. Are the seven words that you can't say on television, according to George Carlin. He has since updated the list, I believe. Oh, not too recently. <laughs> not too recently. I think you can say tits now. Uh, we can say whatever we want because we're uh, live in the biscuit bunker. But George Carlin was correct, so you got two out of two so far. And the third question is a sports question. And we all know sports How is lovely, lovely sports is. Sports all all is smart people Chuck's like me know sports. Achilles hoof. Rich in Rochester, When you burp, sometimes do you burp in and then get heartburn? I think that's my problem. If you burp in, is it a burp? Ooh, no. What's burp backwards? Prub? <laughs> all right, we're going to cut all that out. Our third question... <laughs> Our third question comes from Rich in Rochester, New York. Our third question is presented in part by Jim Carrey Cemeteries. <laughs> Somebody plot me. And also by Christopher Plummer's Plums, a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches. Are right, you ready? All right. Are you ready? Who played Muhammad Ali in the 2001 movie Ali? Um, who played Muhammad Ali in the 2001 movie Ali? Who is uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? 
Will Smith. Will Smith is absolutely correct. You got three on three. Oh, baby. I can't believe it. You got a sports question correct, Chuck. He shaved for that movie. His genitals. No one asked. I certainly didn't. Mm -hmm. Mm. And if you want to have his genitals, play that game we were talking about earlier. (laughs) But you got three out of three, so congratulations, Chuck. Holy smokes. This never happens. Well, thanks and for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Of our show. It's been another wild one. Too wild. Oh, biscuits got me some heartburn. Man. I'm really enjoying these extended biscuit bunker biscuit bunker episodes. It's like the biscuit bunker uncut. <laughs> uh, Vincent Fody, thank you so much for being on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. All of my biscuit boys out in Biscuitland and my gravy gals out and in to gravy. All the ships sailing at sea yeah. in Cheddar Bay. In Cheddar Bay. All my Cheddar Bay biscuit boys. Uh, and and all my else. big burger biting bearded biscuit boys out there. Everyone else who loves the show, from me to you, <laughs> hello! Little kisses. Little kisses.